Hello. Okay, now we're recording. Are you there? I am here. Okay. Uh, you might need to mute your Hangout one. Oh, yeah. Because it's double noise. Okay. One of these days, we'll, like, s- smoothly roll into the start of this, but until then. Oh, why bother? <laughs> um, I resubscribed to Call Your Girlfriend podcast today, and I was like, oh, if we, like, had our shit a little more together, that's, like, kind of what we're doing. It's, like, the same thing. They totally. They about random things. <laughs> Totally. I stopped listening to that podcast, but um, how was it? It was good. They talked about, like, the Grammys and um, the Super Bowl. Or not the Grammys, I guess. The Super Bowl and, like, Trump things. It was from last week, I think. Um, But we can actually start with that because it's on our follow-ups, so we're not going in order. But I decided yesterday that I need to do, like, a podcast purge. And I just, like, need new things to listen to. And even though I still like... A lot of the things I listen to, it's starting to feel very repetitive. Yeah. So totally. like I just need to I'm like unsubscribing from a lot of things. Yeah, um, that's that's where I got that's why I like stopped listening to Deer Sugar, stopped listening to the read. I just like stopped listening to a lot of things that like I don't know. I get maybe there's just like only so much advice that one person can give. I don't know. Do you listen yeah. to the um that that Dear Polly podcast of that woman that you linked to in your newsletter? No, I didn't know she had a podcast. She does. Oh. <laughs> I actually found out that like three people had a podcast this week that I didn't know about. Um, so add that to the list. When did she start a podcast? I think a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah. she's been like in the biz for a while. I don't read all of those columns because they're so long. They are really long. I did. I read her book. Yeah, that one was really good. Um, There's one before it that I still have in my inbox that I also want to read. It's like, wait, I might be wrong about her podcast. Ask Polly. It's Ask Polly, not Dear Polly. Oh, I think I might be wrong. Anyway, what else did you purge? What else you purge on your podcast (laughs) list? Uh, Tim Ferriss is out. Yeah. Yeah. Dear Sugar's out. I like. I love them, but I do think that. I feel like I've gotten from that podcast what I needed to get from it, you know? Like, it opened my eyes to a lot of things that I would otherwise not have, like, cared to know about. Um, And I think that was good for me, and I enjoyed listening to it while it lasted, but I just feel like I sort of – it feels, like, repetitive. It's, like, the same things. Totally. Or a lot of the same things. Um, I want to purge fresh air because there are so many of them. And every time I open my podcast app, I'm like, why are there so many of these? But for every, like, ten that they post, there's one or two that I really want to listen to. And I never think to listen to it on NPR at whatever time that it's on. So I'm on the fence with that one. Um, What else did I purge? Oh, I think I'm going to get rid of... Wait, wait, don't tell me, because I do usually listen to that on the weekends. I can't remember what else. Um, I just, oh, Anna Ferris, Anna Ferris, however you say her name. I love her. They're hilarious, but I'm sort of like, you know, it's like the same thing. Yeah, you kind totally. of like It's funny, but I don't like me to listen to it every week. Um, so those are most of the ones that I'm getting rid of. And I added Call Your Girlfriend. I subscribed to that a while ago and then sort of like let it go. And then now we're back. Um, Oh, I also think I'm going to unsubscribe to Reply All. Another one that I love and find a lot of 
entertainment in, but I just like need something fresh. That one I still have. I feel like there have been sort of gone downhill a little bit, but um, I feel like they also don't come out that frequently, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah, they so don't. It's like whatever. Yeah, I recently added the Moth, which for some reason, like I've known about it for a while, I just never subscribed to it. Um, and StoryCorps I added like a month or two ago, and I really like those because they're pretty short. Oh, I also think I'm gonna unsubscribe from Modern Love because it's like. Yeah, I don't listen to that. Are you are you sensing a theme here? <laughs> I like listen to a lot of those. I think we're we're good for a little while. Yeah, totally. Um. So yeah, I added Call Your Girlfriend, The Moth, and I would say StoryCorps, even though that was like a little while ago. And there's a podcast called Food Psych that a lot of my like RD friends listen to that I feel like I should give give a good listen to and see how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to any of those running podcasts, like, regularly? Um, I added the Runner's World podcast, and I, I listen to maybe, like, one out of every three or four that they post. And I usually don't make it all the way through the episode, but they're kind of interesting. They have a lot of different segments, so it, like, keeps you engaged for a little while. Yeah. Um, so tell me about your foot. Um, well... As I mentioned in my newsletter, I have a friend on Instagram who has had this ongoing foot pain saga, and she's a running coach and a Pilates teacher, and she posts a lot about, like, other activities that she's trying out. Like, she does a lot of, like, strength stuff and swimming and blah, blah, blah. Um, And I was sort of, like, half paying attention to the foot injury, and then the other day she posted a photo of, like, a MRI image or something, and was like oh after you know she like posts this really long update and long story short is like the eighth doctor that she's seen was like actually it looks like there's a little tumor right here that we might have to just take out and it's probably like putting pressure on whatever else and that's why like everything you've tried isn't really working to heal it and like MRI show that it's not plantar fasciitis and she doesn't have a stress fracture and blah 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 And when I got my x-rays, which I know is not an MRI, so this could be, like, a completely moot point, (laughs) there were, like, these two little balls on my right foot that were, like, right near my ankle joint, like, where your foot bends into, like, your ankle. So, like, right here, I have really unflexible wrists, I was trying to show you. Um, And he was like, oh have you ever seen these before? And I'm like, well, this is the first time I'm seeing an x-ray of my foot. So I have not seen these before. And he's like, well, it might just be like an arthritic development. I don't really know. But anyway, that's weird. So then I saw this post on Instagram. And I'm like, what if that was a tumor? And he doesn't know it. And he's not telling me. Um, have you done anything to follow up about this? <laughs> this was yesterday no i like how you just like cash put that in your newsletter you're just like i might have a tumor in my foot i'm like girl (laughs) i phrased it in a way that was obviously being like a little facetious but like that's just like where my brain went when i saw that and i was writing my newsletter at the time so i just threw it in there well i hope you don't have a tumor not a whole lot of thought goes into that that newsletter like monday afternoon i'm like I should write my newsletter. I'm just going to get on Listen, it. Listen, girl, I've been there. I've considered going back there. My really, I like, was um, text messaging with uh, Camera last night, who is a listener of this podcast. Yo, Camera, what's up? Hey, Camera. Um, <laughs> One of the original listeners. Yeah. And 
I like don't think I really have it in me to do a daily newsletter ever again in my life. A but daily? Um, oh yeah, we did that for a while. I forgot. We did. We did. But like, if if I could take down the skim, nothing would make me happier. I hate that with all of the passion and all of my soul. And I always have. I go on record. Anyone who knows me know. knows that I have hated the skim since day one. That's day one. <laughs> um, and. This day in history, these days, I don't, honestly, I, like, hate read it. I don't get it, but I will hate, I will go to the site and hate read it on days when I know it's going <laughs> to piss me off, which these days it's, like, every day, but, like, yeah, but, like, so I'll just I... go and I'll be, like, what fucking horrible joke did you make about some terrible situation today, the skim, what terrible pun did you, like, pull out of some 90s nostalgia grab bag and, like, hope to make someone laugh today, the skim, I, bu- <laughs> bugs me so much and it is like you know what whatever <laughs> fuck them if they are like not so secretly pretty conservative which really really feels like they are then just it fucking does. own it and be then just own it and be conservative because you know what right now is not a time to be like oh towing the line apolitical fuck that fucking no, pick a side no. and i see what side you're on i see what side you're on i see what side <laughs> you're on the skim i'm doing that i thing <laughs> you can't see that on the podcast no, but, uh, but like you know what i go to that fucking webpage and to even get to the thing where i get to read the day's skim you have to breeze by a quote from oprah about how she loves the skim and i'm like oh oprah if you only knew girl those bitches no. are not on your side those bitches are not your people oprah needs some like advice on the side about which things she needs to be endorsing right now i think she's like losing her hold on one hold on one second i have i have to go say hi okay pause please talk to yourself hi all right i'm back welcome back we'll have to try to edit that i'll figure it out (laughs) do you get some candy i got some candy Nice. Um, I'm, we, we need to go right back to the skim. So I read it for a little while and I really liked it at first. And I was like, oh, this is such a like great way to get my news. It's like nice and easy to read. I like the skim aspect of it. And then you brought out how much you hated it. And I sort of started to like read it in a new light. And I was like, I don't think I hate it, but I could see where like people get annoyed by this. It is like a little too cutesy. I also think it's gotten worse and worse and worse. Oh, it's definitely gotten worse. Yeah. And then my anger my anger towards it was when it was pretty innocuous. Now I feel like it's straight up insidious and needs to be taken down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw something posted about it today. So it's funny you mentioned that. I saw someone like um screenshot their piece about Jerry Sandusky's son, Jeffrey, I think. And it was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, the end of the paragraph was like, just ugh. It did. It said, just ugh. Everything about it is terrible. I mean, I'm sure that they've, like, whatever. I'm sure the two women who started it don't write it ever anymore. And they've got, like, some young person, like, editorial assistant writing it. And it's, like, just, you know running it up the ladder and no one's looking that carefully but it's like feels irresponsible and it makes me like sick to my stomach that millions of women get use it as a primary source of news and right. i don't I blame people for wanting something easy to read and get wanting something in the morning and it's hard to put that stuff together but like oh it feels so bad it is do you want to maybe you can start light and you can start with like a weekly news recap and do it your way and be like skim 
that's what you should have fucking done all along. Let me tell you. Or I do the opposite and every day I just read the skim and just write a fucking takedown of it. (laughs) (laughs) Troll the skim every day. (laughs) Just like start a Twitter account that's just like, fuck the skim. It surprises me a little bit that you go and like give them the page view and you read it and then you do nothing with that information. I just seethe. I just seethe quietly. <laughs> and then like share your opinion with someone so they know not to subscribe. Yeah, like That's last night it was like, camera. Yeah, like I get that you build a company and then you move on and let someone else do the job, but like it's not like it's changed, you know? It's not like because you have X million number of subscribers that it's harder to write or takes more work, right? Like, if the two of them started writing it every day, like, why aren't they still writing it? Or, like, why don't they just have, like, like, two writers? Right, and I'm sure they're not even reading it, right? Like, I mean, I guess that they're trying to make video content or whatever, but, like, hire a different team to do that. I don't know, just, like, if you're built on any sort of editorial integrity, which girl i don't think they are um <laughs> hot take hot take uh you try to maintain that and right. um i think this game is evil <laughs> and that's all um how was your skiing trip uh skiing was good this is an, uh, another ski trip that i've gone on this year which the mountain is entirely closed for a portion of it because of too much really weather um wow it so i got to i skied three days everyone else skied four two days the mountain was closed entirely uh and where so were you? oh it was in sun valley idaho it looks uh, very lovely it is very lovely it's like a nice ski town but doesn't have like the super posh like aspen or vale vibe to it it's a little more out there yeah um not that crowded one of the days that the uh, uh, downhill mountains were closed, we went cross-country skiing, which I also had done earlier this year, but it's really nice. Like, uh-huh. really, uh, really glorious to be out in the in the woods, in the snow. It's, like, silent. There's no one ever there. These places aren't that crowded. Yeah. You're sort of, like, very few times are you in places that just, like, I don't know, you're, like, alone, and it's that beautiful. I really, like, enjoyed it. Yeah, um, and it's, like, the quiet is so calming, you know? It's, like, yeah. you hear anything yeah it's so quiet um but you know uh it was, was it just the two of you no no my in-laws were there with us uh-huh, okay um lots more politics talk than ever has happened on those ski trips for sure oh they're you know they're very riled up about donald trump so talked about it good. a lot good everyone yeah. should be yes um went to see hidden figures on one of the days when Oh, good. What do you think? Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. It was good. I I actually think that my favorite movie of the year of all the Best Picture nominees that I've seen. I mean, I liked Moonlight a lot, um, but I saw Lion and I really liked it. I cried so hard. Did we talk about really? this already? I cried so no. hard. So I know nothing about Lion. I only know it's a movie because of, I think, the Golden Globes or whatever the most recent one was. And I was like, what is this? I have not heard of this. Um, I, like, can't think of a movie where I've, like, wept that much. What's the plot synopsis? So this not, it's a true story. Okay. Um, of a young boy when he's, like, five or so in India. And he... Um, goes off with his brother who's doing some like day work on some like near a railroad or whatever and he 
gets separated from his brother and he ends up sort of wandering onto an empty train and falls asleep and gets and like the train goes for two days and he wakes up and he's in Calcutta which is two days away from where he's from he's five he doesn't know how to even say the name of the place he's from he doesn't even know his mother's first name and he can't and he doesn't know the language doesn't speak the same language that they speak in Calcutta so he like starts living on the street and then eventually which you know from the previews like a lot happens and then he eventually he's um adopted to a family in Australia so he's like taken all the way to Australia to grow up with his family and when he is 30 or so decides he wants to try to find his mom but he like knows nothing he just knows like there is a train station and he's like trying to find it using aerial google maps just like point to point just trying to figure out like trying to figure out his way back to this place that he like doesn't know the name of and doesn't know anything about wow it's really intense so i'm guessing nicole kidman is plays a character that like adopts him in australia yeah, nicole kidman is okay. his adopted mom and then dev patel is like him as an adult him as an adult so he's only in he doesn't come into the movie until yeah i don't know two-thirds of the way through or something so like there are two there's a kid actor that does most of it well, it looks like it's playing at E Street Cinema and Georgetown, so... You should go to see it. I'm going to do that. Definitely going to do that. Um, maybe we'll go, like, tomorrow or Thursday. That sounds nice. I would like to see that. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I was blown away, just really quick. Actually, I think I already said this. I didn't know Janelle Monet was an actor, so when I saw Hidden Figures and then looked up the cast, I was like, Wait, what? Yeah. Um, but I think we already talked about that. Yeah. Um... We're going to Florida this weekend, so taking like a little mini vacay and leaving the dog again. Visiting friends? Uh, Mike's grandfather has a condo down there, oh, so right. we're going to go see him because he um, likes to have visitors. So yes, yes. that's on our weekend agenda. Um, all right, let's go into our topics of the evening. Under random, <laughs> we have the article on the planet of the apps that you found and i just think it's worth mentioning because we once applied to be on planet of the apps did we not wasn't that the show we did we did apply to be on planet of the apps but okay first of all for the record the show is only ever airing on apple apple music so 12 people will watch it oh my god (laughs) i didn't realize it wasn't even on a network yeah i didn't either but it's not it's just on apple which is like what who I guess that kind of makes sense. They're trying to, like, make their TV a thing, but... Right, and they're trying to make, like, their app store a thing, because they're like, when you get featured on the app store, you're like, what are you talking about? Well, you're going to have to bring people in with something a little more compelling than, like, Planet of the Apps. The greatest minds of our generation, Jessica Alba and Gwyneth Paltrow, Will (laughs) I Am, and Gary Vaynerchuk. Who is Gary Vaynerchuk, by the way? Wait, oh my god, wait, you have listened to some... You have listened to him on something... I don't think I have. I think he has a podcast. If you want a new podcast to pick up, <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk is like a big personality in like the entrepreneur world. He recently lost a bunch of weight doing some sort of diet thing, but he, I might get his origin story sort of wrong, but he started out uh, as a YouTuber. He took over his family's wine company in New Jersey and he started making YouTube videos about wine. And okay. I think he made like a Twitter handle called the wine guy and like, talking about wine and got like a million followers which is sort of like a very original like self-marketer just a personality people started following him he made a bunch of money on that and then he started investing in companies so he's like good friends with like the tim ferris's of the world like he that's his crew but he's also known as like 
I think he's also known as being like a very nice guy. He's like wife and kid and lives in Jersey and like very family oriented. I think people, I've never heard an ill word spoken about Gary Vaynerchuk on like the rest of those people. Um, but he's a lot. You should, you should do a little Gary Vaynerchuk looking into things. <laughs> I, 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 between now and next week, between now and next week, please watch like something of Gary Vaynerchuk or listen to something. Will do. That's my homework for the weekend. Go to his Got YouTube it. channel and just look at his like, most popular video and watch that. Go watch Gary's YouTube. He's like um, at Gary V on Twitter. He's like millions of followers. Good job, Gary. Way to go. In any event, that that um, <laughs> reality TV show looks painful, but I did giggle when they took the like classic elevator pitch and made it an escalator pitch because like the people who are pitching their apps. They have this like escalator in the middle of the set, and so they'll, the amount of time they have to pitch their app is them literally going down an escalator, and they have to finish it by the time they get to the bottom, which is a lot. Like, why did they need to make that different? It's not like that's a techie thing, or you know, like why not just put a fake elevator? Yeah, it's like why didn't they why didn't they put an elevator or just call it an elevator, even though it's an escalator? Just be like, this is our quote unquote elevator. Or just call it a stair pitch if the escalator's out of service. becomes a staircase. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not sad that I'm missing that show. I don't think I could really, like, handle all the cliches. But, uh... Yeah, it's too much. I guess it's coming to life. Yep. Um, I'm gonna switch the order a little bit from our notes. But, um, just going off our social media from YouTube to Twitter... You're still off Twitter, like 100%. You're not checking it at all. I went, I will tell you that I broke my fast last night. Sabbatical. <laughs> Sabbatical. I, went, I have gone, I still go to certain people's Twitter feeds. And last night I did go briefly to Twitter because it was right when Michael Flynn uh, resigned and I just needed some like hot takes. So I just went for like... <laughs> Really quick. I went really quick for a minute or so and just sort of read a few things and like close the tab. Yeah. Um, it's dark. You it's have an it's... advantage being on the West Coast because we were asleep when that happened. So we woke up and we were like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I mean, I can't say I'm sad that he's leaving, but also like, what the fuck is going on? I know. Oh, God. Um, so, so that's what broke you. <laughs> So broke it, but I still don't have it on my phone and still haven't really been looking, so. Well, I look more than I should, and every time I get on there, I'm like, damn it, now I'm stressed out. Uh, yeah. But, so some... Wait, tell me, about your, tell me about your Twitter fight, though. All right, so I got in, like, a mini Twitter fight this week because, for some reason, I can't resist replying. And then even after I reply, I think of, like, 80 other things I wish I had said, uh, which is, like, pretty typical for me. Um I also get very flustered. I immediately feel like my heart rate's going like a million beats per minute. Um, So some guy, I posted an article like weeks ago and it was from NPR and it was like a study showing that fewer patients had died under the care of female doctors. Like that's the gist of it. Um, So I pulled a quote and just thought it was interesting. I wasn't saying like, every doctor should be a woman now and like male doctors are their worst what the hell is going on um so i posted it i thought it was interesting i also enjoyed that the females came out on top not gonna lie so this guy and i think i used the hashtag future is female or whatever the future is female i don't know the exact hashtag 
So this guy responds on like Friday or Saturday and was like, this is bigoted and sexist. You should be ashamed of yourself. I was like, uh, so many things. Um, it is not bigoted. It is not sexist. It's also not my study and I didn't write this article. So why should I be ashamed of myself? Did you like, like look at who this person was before you responded? Yes, I did. I still shouldn't have responded. Were they, he like, doesn't follow right like a straight up Nazi. Like who is this person? Not like a straight up Nazi, but definitely like a Trump supporter. Doesn't yeah, have don't a ton of okay. Don't respond know, to those I people. Know, I know. <laughs> I just couldn't help it. Um, he does not have a t- like maybe a couple hundred followers at the most, like maybe two or three hundred. He was just trolling exactly. a hashtag. Don't respond. Hundred percent trolling a hashtag. I know that. Um, and I responded anyway. I like feel this weird tech thing um and so I was like I said well it's actually neither one of those neither one of those things um but also I didn't write it so like if you have a problem you can tweet at NPR and then he responded with like seven other things that basically imply that he's like scared of this hashtag and thinks that women are trying to take over the world and he was like if a man had written that article it would have been sexist and I'm like well a man didn't write that article and like if you want to find some study that shows that like male doctors are killing less people then go for it I'm sure it exists I live in a world of science like I know that you can always counter one point with another I get that I just thought the article was good so I tweeted it like calm the fuck down and then he was like what does this hashtag even mean to you the future should be male and female like what is feminism to you and I was like oh my god dude you need to relax did you did you learn a lesson from this don't reply to these people I mean the other person that you replied to at least like was coming at you over you this person was literally just like 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 I can't imagine being so upset about a hashtag that you need to go like tweet at everyone some generic statement that's not even true I just can't imagine being in that mindset I mean there's a lot of things I can't imagine you know but you know right it's like but that guy you know I don't know who he is I can probably look at your twitter feed and find out but like you know know it's like he's like in one of these communities of people that they're like okay like our mission for today is go like tweet back at 15 people who use that hashtag and you're like he feels like he's like part of something i know the dick um (sighs) one of the things that came up in our huddle which maybe we should talk about did you go to a oh no you were gone so um well let's talk about the huddle so i went to a women's march huddle on saturday and it wasn't that organized, and the conversation didn't really go into that many places. It was sort of like we did introductions, and then some people shared resources that they've been using, like ways to contact your congressman without having to like pick up the phone. And then there was a woman there who like works on the software that all offices in Congress use to track all of their phone calls and emails. So she was like, if you email them, if you text them somehow, if you can or if you call them, it all gets logged in the same database. So like it all matters. Like the calls definitely seem to have a little bit more weight because like the staffers feel a connection when they talk to you. But if you don't want to call, like you can email, it's fine. Um, so anyway, there was that. But one of the resources that someone mentioned that she's been doing or like one of the things that she's been doing is um, going to Sleeping Giants, which I guess is like you go to Breitbart and you take a screenshot of the ads and submit it and then like those companies are pulling their ads off of that website I was like yeah that sounds like something I could do I love that she's like 
if you can stomach looking at their website over and over and over, this is a really good thing to do. Like, I guess Kellogg's like pulled their advertisement and I was like, okay, on it. Sounds great. Um, did you, was there somebody like in charge? There was sort of someone. Yeah, there was someone in charge. She hosted it. Um, she was like, I've never cared about politics before in my life, even living in this area. And now I can't stop reading about it. I can't stop like being upset. I like know that I need to do something. I know that I need to care. So I wanted to host one of these, but I also only meant for this invitation to be open to my friends and family. And I didn't realize that it was public. And now there are 50 people here. So she's like, whoops. (laughs) Um, But it basically turned into like, if you have a specific issue that you're interested in, let's separate into task forces and like each kind of divide and conquer. And then there were some other huddles in Arlington that like want to combine forces and like start to have a monthly meeting where we all get together instead of having these like individual groups. So, so yeah, uh, that was the turnout. I'm like glad I went. It, I don't feel like I got a ton out of that initial meeting, but like hopefully it turns into something else. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I um, have not heard of anybody who went to one here, but I will ask people. Yeah. I don't think I know anyone else who went to one and I didn't really know what to expect when I got there. It was like a mix of men and women and like Mike is not going to these things with me and I think that I'm fine with that. But like I got there and there were a bunch of guys there and I was like, oh, I kind of wish that he had come. But mm-hmm. oh well, maybe I'll make him come to the next one, or I yeah. will suggest and encourage. <laughs> um, all right. So f- since we didn't do overserved last week, I want to skip to that. Also, I feel like my voice is like not going to last that much longer. Yeah, we're um, like getting to the end of your time here. Yeah, <laughs> like going quickly. Or maybe I'll just turn it over to you and let you wrap it up. Um, so under overserved, and this is like related to business things as you may have guessed and we can roll that into my weekly business updates that we've we've been doing um so i feel overserved by the advice to fake it till you make it because i think that for the most part like nobody benefits from that and i've certainly done it don't get me wrong um but it's like the more i think about the things that i'm doing as i start a business I just feel like so, I mean, it feels fake to me because it is fake to like put out there, oh, like all my nutrition clients are saying this and like all my running clients are saying that and let me like come up with fake testimonials and blah, blah, blah. Like I know people do that. I'm sure it works in some way, shape or form, but like it just feels so like gross to me. Like I just can't do it. And so I've just been like, and I also think that as other like budding RD entrepreneurs read how people started businesses and like what people are doing like we all think that everyone else is doing so much and then it like becomes overwhelming so quickly you know it's like oh well I'll never have that many clients it sounds like she's seeing so many people or like I'll never have a group that's that successful or whatever your like inner critic is telling you I don't know but right it's like no one's seeing that many people are like doing all those things and I just feel like it sounds fake even if it isn't. So I would rather just be like super honest about how things are going. So I made that decision like pretty early on and was just like, 
I don't know if this is going to help me or hurt me, but like, I don't know any other way to present it at this point that like, yeah. I feel good about, you know, I think that's fair. And I think, but I also think that along the way, like you can continue to make those decisions about where you want to be transparent and where you want to not be transparent. And like, those can be a daily decision, you know, you could be like this yeah. thing, like I can, you can be committed to being transparent and being honest and still like, if there's, I don't know what it would be, but if there's something where you're like, I'd rather not publicize that this thing didn't work out for this X, Y, Z, like you can yeah. still make that, those decisions as they come up, you know, I think that people just get caught up in this, like, all or nothing mentality, we're like, no, 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 we're making a million micro decisions all day long, every day, and like, any one of them can go a different order, whatever feels right at that time is fine, it doesn't get in the way of like, your overall mission, or who you are, or who you're, or the build business you're building, you can make, you can make a call about every little thing, and some, if something doesn't feel right to talk about, then don't talk about it, like we do with every other thing in our lives. But like, exactly. overall, you can say like, you know what, fake testimonials just feel gross to me. And I'd rather not do that aspect of this website. But like, right. sure, if some other place I want to be a little bit like, we've had such success, like, that's fine. You know, I think it's just do what feels right to you. Yeah, on the way. And I mean, I recognize that like, me faking it till I make it as a like, sole person in this business is very different than like, someone with an actual company who's trying to make something happen like for thousands of people not just like a couple of people you know yeah um but it's just like the more I thought about like I want to do a weekly business update on my blog and I'm like I just don't want to be sitting here like talking about things that are happening that aren't actually happening in hopes that eventually they'll happen because I just put it out there and like cross my fingers you know right so I'm like if I were a new RD and thinking eventually that I wanted to start a private practice, like, I would want to know how it actually feels in the beginning and not that, like, magically you have 100 clients because that's not what happens. No, totally. You know? So I don't think you need to fake it till you make it. I think you can be as honest as you want to be. And you I get agree. to decide those limits. And if you're faking it and you choose to, that's I'm not going to judge you for it. But I just feel like everyone kind of suffers from that because then no one really gets, like, a clear picture of – what that process feels like whatever that process might be you know yeah it's like same could be true of like someone who's just training for like their first 5k and they're like every run feels great and it's like but probably not you know <laughs> like I don't think that's true yeah no um, that's totally people are not that honest right and I also think as I wrote this week I think that like being more clear about what you want and what you're doing is going to be more effective than just faking your success until you're actually successful. Definitely. You know? It's like, I think if I told my friends like, oh, I have so many clients, I'm doing so well, they would assume like, oh, well, then I don't need to like refer people to you if someone thinks of you because you're doing so well already. Like maybe someone else needs clients, you know, it's like. Right, right. You should, yeah, be clear with that sort of stuff and then people will actually know how to help you when you, when they can. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that's where I am with that. I like it. Thanks. I'm not sure if, like, I'm just randomly going into my newsletter. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but one thing that I'm, like, still not really clear on is a newsletter. But for some reason, I like writing it so much that I, like, don't care. I'm like, I don't know if this is successful or if it's, like, doing well. But it's, like, something that I enjoy doing. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Well, that sounds like a good enough reason to keep doing anything. I've decided that that's true. Yeah. I'm, like... We'll see where it goes. I mean, we're doing this podcast still. <laughs> it's true. We have a lot of sponsors lined up in yeah, our uh, Gmail that we never check. Waiting. We're just waiting. 
we we never followed up with HelloFresh. Maybe they'll sponsor our podcast. It's true. <laughs> uh, or I can try cooking it. Um, are you guys still getting HelloFresh? Yeah, we should be getting one tonight for Valentine's Day dinner. Oh, the problem okay. is when the damn box is show till 8 p.m., it's not as fun. It's because you're in San Francisco and they're coming from London. It's true. It's too far to travel. Oh, man. All right, well, you feel better, girl. Yeah, this, sorry, we're cutting this one a little short, but uh, okay. I feel like mine might not last much longer. Um. And, you know, people should email us things that they want to talk about. <laughs> Overservedpodcast at gmail.com. It's pretty easy. Or on Twitter. Um, yeah, we're also on Twitter at nowoverserved because overserved was already taken. Um, I think those are the only places. Oh, and soundcloud.com slash overserved. But, like, if you're already listening, then you probably already found that. Figured that out. You figured that out. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Till next all week. All right. Till next week. That's all we got. Bye. Bye.